Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. I don't have to look at you through my computer today. <laughs> yeah, we can look at each other in our real eyeballs. We can fist bump with real. We just fist bumped over the bump. microphone. <laughs> It's so cool. Um, so yeah, so Ellie is in Rochester, New York for the weekend. We got all kinds of fun plans, including tattoos. Tattoos, garbage plates, garbage maybe plates. some snow, cookies, movies. Yeah. Big get together with Amanda and Jack tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be really fun. I'm very excited. And I get to keep you until Monday morning. Until Monday, yeah. Yay! It's awesome. So cool. And so many cool things have been happening lately and, and like, oh my gosh, just exciting stuff. But... We have a specific topic we want to talk about today. Yeah. And it's something that really has come up a lot, not only in WordPress, but I think um, just in general Mm -hmm. lately too. Um, And that's the difference between being an ally and being a white savior. Yeah. Yeah. So So, tell tell us what the difference is. So, well, so if you haven't heard the term white savior, um, it is, it is very, it is what it sounds like, right? I'm sure your imagination can kind of fill in the blanks. It's more or less a person who... Um, relies on some maybe unconscious pity for underrepresented people. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the, it, uh, when you're looking at a white savior, this is kind of like a white person, black person sort of relationship. But I think in general, it can be used for somebody who feels a certain amount of pity for underrepresented people and feels the need to fix the problem, right? To save that person, right? To to rectify these wrongs and, and to, you know, fix the problem, mm-hmm. which um, we should all be doing our best at all times. But fixing racism and sexism and ableism and all those things is, is not possible. Right. We can make it better for people, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's not possible to fix. Those are problems that we've been trying to fix for all of human history. So right. it... it when I see someone who is who is filling the role of a white savior, those are the things that come to mind. Is this person uh, is pitying me, right? Is feeling bad for me and assuming that I can't help myself, um, and has a certain degree of I think narcissism mm-hmm. in believing that they and they alone can help me, yeah, in a way that I can't help myself, right? Yes. Um, and I think that a lot of people who end up falling into this white savior bucket mean very well, mm-hmm. right? They understand that there is a problem and they want to do something to help. That in and of itself is a very good thing. Um, but I think a lot of times the difference between being a, uh, an ally and a, and a white savior is your where that comes from. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever want anyone to pity me or feel bad for me because I'm an underrepresented person. Those are all things about me that I love, right? right? I love being a woman. I love being a African descent. You wouldn't change your skin tone to white if you could? No way. <laughs> Never. Um, when Lydia was little, she's like, well, Michael Jackson did. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, I mean, when I was little, I wanted to be darker skinned. I wanted to look more like my mom because mm-hmm. I would stand out. People would look at my mom and they would look at me and be like, what happened? Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> I totally get that. I think I told you once that. somebody at church asked me how old she was when I adopted her. Yep. And it caught me completely off guard because I was like, I birthed this child. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was there. I was in the hospital for five days to have this child. 
Wow, don't even take that away from I me. I remember. <laughs> like, um, yeah, there. So, yeah, I, I think the difference is wh where it comes from, mm -hmm. right? An ally is somebody who says, there's a problem, and I have privilege, which I can use to alleviate suffering, maybe, and to help help raise other people up and mm -hmm. things like that um but i don't assume that i can fix the problem i think yeah. it, and i think it also comes from there's a difference in how much an ally listens how much a white savior listens i think that's true for sure um an ally if i might put my two cents in an ally will listen and try to accomplish within what they've been told yeah in a way that allows the underrepresented person to have the, the stage and the floor as opposed to a white a white savior who wants to oh I know what the problem is I can fix it and I'm yeah. just going to go ahead and do in spite of not listening to anything mm -hmm. that the underrepresented person has told them I think and I'm totally spitballing guessing here I can look it up in a minute but I think that the term white savior probably has its roots in Christian uh, missionary evangelical missionaries because the idea that you had to go someplace else to save other people with your religion. Yeah. Because what they had wasn't good enough. And yeah. they were not going to see your version of God yeah. and your version of heaven if you didn't go there and save them. Yeah. And I think that that's probably where that terminology comes into play, if I had to guess. Most likely. That makes a lot of sense to me. And yeah, it's, it's an assumption that you know better. Yeah. Right? That, that you can fix the problem. And that, oh, this person sh should just consider themselves lucky that you're here to mm -hmm. help them. And I think there's an overlapping concept there of uh, white guilt, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, I feel that sometimes as a person mm -hmm. who is half white and has a certain degree of white privilege. Mm -hmm. I feel white guilt sometimes of mm -hmm. like, I have this privilege that... Um, makes other people's lives more difficult right sure. that's that's something that people should acknowledge but it should not be the driving factor right. into why you are um being an ally or performing any kind of ally related acts or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i think that white guilt can white guilt makes the situation about you right right it's like, well, I feel bad, so I'm going to do something to alleviate my guilt. So rather, I will feel better. So I will feel better. Mm -hmm. Rather than this person is going through something that is negative, and as a, as a fellow global citizen, I should do something to, to make things better for them. You know? but, but let me actually ask them what they need. Yeah as opposed to assume what they need yeah. and that my version of making it better isn't actually making it worse. Yeah. Because what I've seen is a lot of people who like think they're doing all these great things and have this white savior as opposed to allyship actually make things worse sometimes. Yeah. And I think a really good way to um, practice differentiating between the two is to find a person that you trust who, um, who understands where you're coming from and sees your heart and maybe if there's something that you're thinking of, of doing as an ally, run it by them first mm -hmm. and say, you know, do you feel like this is appropriate? Do you think this is overstepping a line? Do you think there's a better way to do this? And it is, we say this on the podcast all the time, it is not underrepresented people's jobs right. to perform that emotional labor all the time, which is why I say find someone 
that you can right. build that relationship with, mm -hmm. who's willing to help you be a better ally. Mm -hmm. But there are definitely people I know in the WordPress space, you being one of them, right, who instead of just acting on something will say, can I, should I, what right. do you think, right? Yeah. And I know that I can give a, a, a honest feedback and say that's a wonderful idea or mm -hmm. that might not be helpful and here's why mm -hmm. and like that's the only way that we right. grow and because I don't want people to listen to this and think like well I want to be an ally but I don't want to be a white savior so I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything yeah I'm not going to do anything right <laughs> I'm um, just going to stay the way I'm yeah like I don't I don't want people to look at it that way but mm -hmm. yeah be introspective and be mindful about the things that you do and, yeah. and communicate and listen mm -hmm. and then I feel like over time that kind of it'll teach you where the line is right, right? because nobody can really exactly point mm -hmm. to like this is right and this is wrong on a user on a universal scale but mm -hmm. on an individual scale gathering all that information yeah. you'll be able to make more educated decisions it also brings up the whole idea of performative work as well right yeah. so when um, when the Black Lives Matter like was really at it at its height recently right yeah. so in like 2020 summer of 2020 yeah um there were people who were changing like we talked about this before but changing their um their twitter profile pictures and changing their uh you know things that, th that they would post um on instagram and things like that and we talked about the fact that sometimes that's good i mean it's good to, it, i mean there's there's good better best right yeah and good is at least recognizing that there's an issue and and wanting to do something about it. Yeah. Better is actually doing something about it. But best is me as a white person not having the floor and talking about it, but amplifying the voices that I know of black people, specifically about the Black Lives Movement, right? Um, black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. <laughs> We're not there. <laughs> um, instead of I don't, I, instead of speaking for you. Saying, Allie said it really well, go read what Allie said. Yeah. You know, or so and so said it really well. My daughter has, you know, perspectives. I want to share those mm -hmm. as opposed to I'm not going to just interpret what they say and say it in my own way and take the credit yeah. for being such a great <laughs> ally when really what I'm doing is performing my savior. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Allie here to interrupt. As we approach our 50th episode, we want to hear from you. Have you learned something that has helped you through listening to this podcast? Have you used our tool and found it helpful for your projects? We really want to know. Please go to underrepresentedintech.com 50 and leave us a quick voice memo telling us what you've learned or accomplished. Your voice memo might be featured in our 50th episode. Thank you. Back to the episode. Yeah, I think we talked about that a while ago, but yeah, I, I, I bulk a little bit now at you know, yeah, that whole period of time when people were, you know, changing their profile pictures to just a black background or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, this is not a one-time thing. Right. Right. So like people might do something like that for, um, you know, breast cancer awareness month, you add a little pink ribbon to something. Right. That's a particular period of time in which we're bringing awareness to a particular thing. Mm -hmm. Something like the Black Lives Matter movement does not end. Right. So it's always kind of been my opinion that you shouldn't do that, you know, changing my avatar thing, whatever, unless you're prepared to keep it that way right. forever. So like on my Twitter, in my, where it says the location, I have Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. and I'm gonna keep it like that forever, Yeah, you know? Um, 
because otherwise yeah it feels a little bit performative it feels like well everyone else is doing this mm-hmm. and you know it's it's, it's trendy it right now mm-hmm. in this moment to do this right because then i always think about okay well what about what do you feel what do you think when you remove that right right like what goes through your head okay well i guess this issue is no longer an issue so i'm going to put my picture yeah. back up Oh, I guess she doesn't care about that anymore. She yeah. doesn't think it's fixed. Exactly. Or she just doesn't really care. It was yeah. trendy. So I, I always felt things like that were were performative and were guilt-assuaging actions. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that they're bad. It's just there's so many other better things you could do with your time mm-hmm. and your energy um, than just changing your profile. Because that's it's the, the smallest amount of effort for for what? Right. You know? The, the best yeah. thing it, it does is, is raise awareness and mm-hmm. it shows like, okay, well, there's lots of people doing this and it's, so it's, it's a, it's not just a black people thing, right? It's, we're mm-hmm. all focused on it. Mm-hmm. That's great, but it doesn't do anything. It doesn't accomplish anything. If you could do the work of an ally without anybody ever knowing, would you still do it? Yeah. That's the question, right? So performative is, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. True allyship is, it's not about me. Yes, absolutely, I would do the work mm-hmm. without anybody knowing. Now, we have a podcast. I can't hide the fact that I'm on this podcast with you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't do other things that people might not know about. Yeah. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I'm not saying I'm not saying that because I want anybody to pat me in the back either. But the point is, it's not about Michelle going on and saying, look what I did for black people. Yeah. <laughs> look what I did for disabled people. Yeah. Look what I did for women, you know? Um, and I think the difference, too, with this podcast before anybody decides to come out of the woodwork is... You are also an underrepresented person. Right. You know, this is not a podcast about black people. No. So there are topics on this podcast that you can speak to better than I can. Right. right? And that's what makes both of us being here Mm -hmm. valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I completely agree with the visibility, non-visibility thing. Um, Recently, you spoke at an online meetup Mm -hmm. about underrepresented attack and Mm -hmm. what we do. And you invited me to be there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll come, but I'm not going to say anything. That was not my place. And you're like, no, if there's questions, answer the questions. And I felt like my, like, supporting you through that and asking, answering some questions that you were like, like, maybe like, oh, shoot, I forgot what that was yeah. or whatever, you know? And filling in the blanks because you were the really the one on stage that I was able to support you through that. Yeah. And, yes, I was a white face on the screen, and I was the only white face on the screen, but I also didn't feel like I walked in there and everybody was like, what's she doing here, yeah. right? So... You shouldn't be afraid mm-hmm. to be an ally. It's not like people are going to look at you and say, what is she doing here? Yeah. But at the other point, don't make it about you. Yeah. It should never be a, well, what am I going to get out of this right. situation? Um, which makes things complicated when it comes to, like, companies and brands. Mm-hmm. Because when you run a company or have a brand or whatever... There is always that thought of like, well, what's this going to look like? What's the ROI? Right. What's the return on this? What are people? What's the reaction? Like, wh- how is how is this going to balance out? You know, blah blah blah. Which, <laughs> we we talked a little bit about that with the Juneteenth stuff yes. last year. Yes. And like, I understand that. I understand that when you run a business, you can't just kind of run wild, do whatever you want, and you know, spend money on initiatives or whatever. Um, you have you do have to be thinking about a bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think of people. Like, there's there's a handful of celebrities, right, that, I, I, like, I want to say when Prince died, it came out that he had done all of these things for all of these charities and not only given money, but given time and given resources and mentorship and all of these things, mm-hmm. but he never talked about it. Right. 
he did his music and he minded his business and that mm-hmm. was that and like that is that is the core of it right exactly. just do the work and let the work be the thing that yeah. shines at the end of the day and you can sit right in your heart knowing that you you did something mm-hmm. wonderful for somebody else yeah. without seek having to stamp your name on it and say right. I'm responsible for this. Right. Look what I did for yeah. the black people. <laughs> for the blacks. Oh, no. Is it people? I know. And I said black. <laughs> no, but it's very true. And, you know, there's, we could go on for hours and hours and hours for sure. Um, but if you could just, like, a nugget of wisdom, if you could, like, just distill it down or what do you call it like when you when it's the foundry like you know the founder the tldr yeah what's the tldr tldr is do things because they're good things not because they make you look good Mm -hmm. um and do things because they make you feel good not because they make you feel less guilty Mm -hmm. um just just help just help other people like yeah. you know if you see a wallet on the ground and you like and you're one of those people who are going to return it to the owner right first of all be that person that yeah be that owner. person who will try to return it to the owner but then what are you gonna do you're gonna take an, a, an ad on in the paper to be like look what i did no you're gonna you're gonna do the right thing and you know if, if you get a thank you that's great if you don't you still did the right thing mm-hmm. you know I, I had a, a philosophy class in high school and the one thing i always remember from that class is the teacher told us you are the only person you have to spend the rest of your life with, mm-hmm. right? Like your friends, your family, your your spouse, whatever, all those people could disappear. Mm-hmm. You have to wake up with yourself every single day forever. Mm-hmm. So make sure that the things you do are the things that you can live with and be proud of. That's great, really right? good advice. And I, I try to live my life that way. And I think that, um, yeah, sometimes we get lost in the ego of things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> ego yeah. in the right. the whatever sense, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that. I think ego and egotistical have different connotations, right. but right, like we get lost in our ego sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you need to let go of that and just mm-hmm. say, "I'm just going to do the good thing." Yep. And I will say too, if I could add on to that, that <coughs> if you are somebody who in the past, if you look at your past and you think. I was being a white savior, I was being performative. That doesn't mean you can't change and do and be an ally now. Yeah. If you look back in your past and have done nothing, <laughs> start. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And if you already are an ally and doing things well, keep up the good work. I mean that's great, right? Absolutely. So fantastic. Ali's <laughs> got the sneezes. <laughs> I got coughs, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to do it in the microphone. It's all good. Um that's awesome. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. I've got some ideas. Never do. Um, actually, I do want, I do know what I want to talk about next week. <gasps> Ooh, teaser, teaser. I want to talk about accessibility because there was a tweet recently that we were talking about oh, earlier today. Oh, Lord. And I think we need to talk about that. So we're going to talk about accessibility and why having one website for every person makes sense as opposed to dividing up your website for people who have different disabilities. So that is our conversation next week. So <laughs> think about that. And we'll have a conversation. Cool. We're not going to name drop, but we are going to talk about the situation. Cool. Yeah. Tune <laughs> right. in then and, and hear, hear about it. <laughs> have a good week. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. NinjaForms. NinjaForms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. Human-made. 
Human-made supercharges WordPress to empower brands to deliver innovative digital experiences. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.